Welcome, bro. Man, I'm, I'm so pleased to be here. You know, I went to art and design school, had a fashion major and an art major. So this was my world before I was rapping and I'm just excited to see what you guys come up with. You know, I'm from Harlem, New York, where we mix the street culture with the upscale, you know, things that people aspire to get to. So keep it classic, classic silhouettes, something that could live for a long time, live beyond us. Got it, so you want something that's timeless. 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 Do you guys have any questions? No. No? Oh. No questions? No. No. They're wasting opportunities. <laughs> I feel like the, the designers could have asked more questions because it's an opportunity to just get into my mind. You know, if it was me, I would have been like, they would they couldn't stop me. I would have had to cut these cameras off. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back into the workroom, a podcast dedicated to Project Runway. Um, and uh, I also have to say that right now we are actually semi-dedicated to Project Runway because we will be speaking about or talking about and, and chatting through um, a new show called The Hype. And The Hype is a streetwear dedicated fashion design competition show on HBO Max. And it was introduced to me and suggested for us by the one and only Neelan. Hey, Neelan. Hi, it is it is true we do we we are project runway and project runway adjacent, adjacent. Yes, yes and um and i think um the but somehow the algorithm put this on my radar mm -hmm. and i i have um watched the whole first season <laughs> which is what we're going to be talking about um both uh we're going to do the first one here on our main feed um and then the rest we're going to do on our patreon site as a gift for our patreon listeners for as bonus episodes yeah yeah so, so you might so if you like this one you might want to consider coming on the journey with us for the rest of the uh for the rest of the series and you'll find a lot of other great stuff over there yeah i think one of the things I, I know for me one of the reasons why i was immediately asking you and patricia about this was that um it answered a lot of the questions that i often have about project runway and i think that's a thing that kind of distinguishes a lot of the shows that we look at um, uh, as bonus episodes is that they um, there's stuff that we affectionately complain about mm -hmm. on, <laughs> on Project Runway's inability to address. <laughs> um, and that... Uh, and and sometimes there are other shows that do a, a much better job of doing that. Mm -hmm. And this show... Um, I think does a uh, a much better um, job of explaining um, streetwear mm -hmm. and and also um, makes it really clear what's at stake for young streetwear designers. Yeah. So so I think that's a great thing about it. And yeah. Um, yeah. Totally. I mean it. 
and and so um so our our wonderful patreon lovelies knew this was coming because (laughs) i let everyone know on on patreon and asked if anyone had watched the show and we've gotten really good feedback from people who have seen it and also something i said was um you know so because we we do not talk about making the cut on the show um (laughs) and and so when you're saying how it answers a lot of the questions that we have about project runway i because it it also i think has a it has a similar format to making the cut and we'll 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 talk about that so there's Mm -hmm. some sensibilities that are um that that are kind of lean in that in in that structure of that show Mm -hmm. but i think they treat their subject matter much more clearly and Mm -hmm. of course they're helped by how focused it is but even in terms of the designers that they um, that that they feature, and also how and how the challenges are are geared, then again, I will have to say I'm fresh. I've only seen the first two episodes. <laughs> ah, I've, I've enjoyed interesting. It. I've enjoyed it so much, and I'm holding back as we make it through the the season because I saw the second episode. and I had so much to say about. It. I'm like, let me not. Let me <laughs> let me not. <laughs> Watch the third episode before I can actually talk about the second episode. Right. I will not spoil it, but I will um, preview that and just say that I I often speak very complicated. Well, I often speak about my complicated relationship with Los Angeles. But Mm -hmm. that second episode, I was just like, I really am from L.A. I've never felt so L.A. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I have to say that uh, I think I had I watched the second episode, and and I think that was the thing that triggered me calling <laughs> calling you. So, um, folks who have listened to the podcast for a while know that this whole thing grows out of the fact that Ernest and I used to hole up at um at art openings when we ran into each other <laughs> and start like talking about um project runway like what had yeah, happened we, we what we of, were thinking we would talk about art stuff within a group for five minutes and then we make a discla- <laughs> we'd make an announcement like okay so we've done that for five minutes just letting you know we're going to get weird about project runway do you want to stay <laughs> yeah no yeah, okay gonna, yeah. Five- <laughs> yeah 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 no no shade if you can't hang but if you can't hang don't yeah just don't it's all right no judgment it's on you we will not be derailed from this topic we're gonna keep talking <laughs> so so yeah this was one of the first times in a while where i had that feeling of like oh i need to talk to Ernest about this yay oh my gosh i'm so happy i'm so happy yeah and it's also i again like i watched the second episode and immediately because i was like let's see how this is but you know am i convinced um you know is this a good suggestion and after that i i I sent an email to our group i was like okay yes (laughs) i have to talk about this um yeah. Uh so yeah, we and we and we will. We will. So I'm I'm yeah. thank you, Naylan. I'm I'm glad that you, you know, slid this on we, over. It's, it, you know, we will we will get in there on it. Yeah. Um you know, all of that being said, there are it does um it's pretty straightforward in terms of following the format mm-hmm. that that you know project runway and and top chef laid down yes yeah we you know we meet a 
cast of hopefuls. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, there's weekly assignments. There's eliminations. Mm-hmm. There's guest judges. Um, they don't really use the term judge on the show. Right. It's, it's really, it's the co-signers. Right. Um, and, uh, and whether or not they're going to co-sign, um, I would, and basically endorse a particular, um, a particular designer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we, we open up this episode, the first episode with a kind of quick montage of, um, streetwear luminaries, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we get we get Cardi B, we get Bobby Hundreds, we mm-hmm. get um, Dapper Dan. Yeah, I mean Dapper Dan. What a you know, it's like you see him and and I'm just like I should just shut up. I know, and also I'm just wondering, like, are you going to show up later in the season? Don't spoil it, Naylan. But I've, I'm like, are I you going to see Dapper Dan? Because mm. and it's also wonderful seeing these people who we've seen on Project Runway. <clears throat> come over to uh you know or in this context yeah. where it's more true to exactly what they do and how they do their things but in uh, yeah. again yeah well so i'm excited I, i'm hoping to see dapper dan again yeah um i was unfamiliar with that, almost everyone else um and so uh, he was the only one who really said yeah out to me. you know oddly enough um a couple of folks on there are um are people that i had a little bit of familiarity with because of watching what's his name uh uh documentary that we were also thinking about oh the von dutch documentary the von dutch yes yeah the curse of von dutch yeah um documentary um which i do recommend to folks it's it's interesting and kind of dark we we were thinking about perhaps covering it here and i don't know if it's exactly right yeah um i'm, I'm still open to it so you know that but you know patreon lovely is like chime on in you know, let us know. <laughs> if you've if you've watched it let mm-hmm. us know what you think but yeah. um a couple of folks from here turn up in there because that's also a story about streetwear right yeah. um and about about um branding and marketing in los angeles so yeah, yeah. um so that's that's some of these folks um but yeah, it's a it's an interesting montage, mm-hmm. and um, and you know we start to get all of our young designers like you know walking towards us, and it's all shot in yeah. um, downtown LA, I guess. Yes. It looks like it's kind of shot in the warehouse that um, that. Uh, American Apparel used to be that is, um, headquartered that in. That is the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Um, With I've, the big, like, yeah, like manufactured made in, in LA. Downtown yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because I've never been to, to this part of downtown before. Um, downtown is a lot mm-hmm. bigger than I remembered. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> because i was like oh yeah where is this building and it's on oh warehouse street and i'm like warehouse street where is that but it's all in the fashion district uh, which is rather large uh, a large part of downtown there's so many f- warehouses and factories yeah yeah there. but um but yeah and also we don't get a, a 
I guess it's kind of the same with Project Runway. Like there's so many names we don't get at the very beginning. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and another thing is that these people are wearing their clothes, which is also um, interesting in this way. Like they're all wearing their brands, um, streetwear. And, you know, and so they are kind of their own models um, at the very beginning of this. And so, but we also kind of get um, a clue to what the, the prizes are. So, um, so, and also the, the mission of the show in a way Mm -hmm. where we have um, speedy Mormon, (laughs) who is our host saying Mm -hmm. that like, Oh, you know, like the fashion gatekeepers have always taken notice of what's on the block or on the streets or in the trenches. And so we want the actual designers, um, the like actual streetwear designers to get their due. So, it's a the prize is one hundred fifty thousand um, dollars, but also kind of in the same vein of um, of making the cut that after each challenge the winner will have their garment manufactured on like a very famous um, streetwear um, website, which I mm-hmm. don't know. I think it's called StockX. Is it? Is am I it? It right? is StockX. Okay, yeah. great, great. I was like, I've never yeah. heard of this, but it, I know it, it's it legit. Is, I know it's, it's like, <laughs> it, you know, it's the Piper Lime of streetwear. <laughs> I feel so unqualified. No, I like, mean, StockX, like things I've never heard of. I was like, what? StockX, really? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it is. I I like looked around the site, mm-hmm. you know, subsequent to this, and it was like, yeah, there's a lot of. It's the place for a lot of drops. Yeah. Um. You know, and and so there's. That's that's kind of great. I I think you know the thing that I always balk at at with um Amazon mm-hmm. or with with making the cut is that a lot of the show ends up depending on how you feel about Amazon as a business. Yeah. Because everybody there is competing to be part of Amazon. Right. Yeah. And, um, and StockX at least feels to me as somebody who's kind of ignorant of their business practices, it does feel like it's more of like a federation of designers and less like a, you know, vertically integrated manufacturer and really retailer yeah it kind of sounds like one of those um yeah like, like like the um i can't remember the name of it but there's like those aggregators that happen online it's kind of like an yeah. online department store yeah um, so yeah yeah um but we also have our 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 we have our hosts we have our designers and we have our co-signers mm-hmm. and so and who are they oh my gosh off the bat, we have Marnie Cinefonte. So I was actually talking to um, my friend today. So shout out to Anina, um, who mm-hmm. will be listening to this because she loves the hype. So um, <laughs> hi, Anita. Hi, hi, Anita. So I was just kind of talking about how Marnie was one of the best things about the season of Project Runway where they let her come on and help the designers accessorize. Maybe, yes. You know, for a quarter of the season. I mean, she was yes. not there very often, but when she was there, she was effective. And then we were thinking, like, why didn't they bring her back next year? And I'm wondering, maybe they didn't bring her back next year because of this show. But it's mm-hmm. it's great to have her here substantially as, as a co-signer and yes. also within her 
her wheelhouse of streetwear. And well, and she is a um she's so interesting. Mm. Um, because she really is a business insider. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is, like, you You really have the sense, which I did not get with with her um, on, on, pro, on her time on Project Runway. Mm-hmm. I got much more the sense of, like, oh, this is what her job is. Yeah, yeah. And she is good at her job yeah yeah and um and it's interesting because she's not in a in a way she's kind of the nina garcia role i would say yeah i would say so too like in a in a sense of like somebody who is not a designer Mm -hmm. um thinks a lot about where clothes get featured yeah so thinks a lot about advertising yeah. fashion shoots like all of that stuff um and i think one thing that's interesting about her is that i love a person who has sort of decided in a very diana Vreelandish way mm-hmm. this is what my look is uh-huh. these are what the variations on the look will be yeah. And, and that is that. Yeah. Like, and, and with Marty, it's like super consistent Mm -hmm. and also something that I would never do. (laughs) Like, like, like the, the bun on the top of her head. Yeah. I was thinking about that top knot, that very tall top knot. Those shoulder (laughs) pads, like those, those spiky shoulders. Yes. Yeah, the sort of sort of harem pantsy thing mm-hmm. that you like, like she it's a totally conceived look. Yeah. And she works it. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because there's a way in which it, I think, is designed to be disarming. Interesting. Like it is not chic. No, you know, it it's so so like the way that a chic like like I can imagine in a fat in a high fashion setting Mm -hmm. folks are like the chic people are like daggers out for each other. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just like, you know, I'm around supermodels. Who's going to be like the chicest person in the room? Yeah. Yeah. I think that Marnie's whole approach is like, I'm kind of goofy. I'm kind of a clown. Yeah. And like, I'm so (laughs) different that, because I, because it's almost comforting to see what she wears. Yeah. Because it's like, oh yeah, I would, I would never do that. Like the last outfit she put on has this, um, you know, I I associate those colors with AKAs because she's wearing pink and green together, Mm -hmm. but um, she's, she's, she's a white presenting um woman and white identifying woman and also is wearing mm-hmm. these pearls with this um it's like a rugby shirt and so i would never mm-hmm. associate rugby shirts with akas but the colors like there was just like the, a lot of stuff happening in a way yeah. where i'm like oh this is wow this is so interesting to just look at there's something really comforting about about it because she's making these choices that are um just really 
in it, like inaccessible in a way mm-hmm. because they're so extreme or, or yeah. even like these you know again like these huge pearls under with with a pink and green rugby shirt yeah and it's not something so disarming is interesting because like no way would i even try to compete with that right because right like, but also you know that she's not competing with you exactly yeah it's all but, you know yeah yeah it's it's really really fascinating um okay yeah so there's marnie then there is um Beffy Burkett. Burkett. Okay. What are your thoughts on Beffy? <laughs> okay. So when I said there's another reason why I wanted us to do this, it is because I want to wear every single outfit that Beffy has on. Yes. <laughs> like I like <laughs> I mean, was that a little transparent? I mean, like... uh, no, but I, it's like, I, I, I feel like it's just, again, like shout out to Anita. I'm telling on Anita. Uh-huh. Like, Anita was like, I'm obsessed with Buffy. And so yes. I'm not surprised, but also, also, so when I'm looking, I'm just like, wow, wow. I, I just, that's the feeling that I got is more so than, than Marnie, but looking at Buffy, I'm like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Like, like head to toe, put together in yeah. a way that is like, like Beffy's whole approach is like the way in a way that I like to make art or the way that I like to DJ. Yeah. Which is that like, for me, the best thing that can happen when I'm DJing is I put something on mm-hmm. and it might be like super corny, mm-hmm. but everyone on the floor is like, oh my God, I can't believe that I wanted to, but I wanted to hear that right now. Yes. Yes. I love that description. I mean, cause I, I, I love that. Cause, cause there's something, well, you know, now that I'm looking at it, cause I'm, I brought the footage back up in the, in the mm-hmm. background. Like I can see you in that skirt. Like I yes. definitely associated you with that skirt. And, but when, when she takes off the jacket and it's like, look at that underneath, like you would never think that that would be something that would be underneath the jacket, but there is this freedom to how she's moving in it and how she's wearing yeah. it that, huh, this is interesting. Okay. Yes. Yes. No, I, yeah, I totally get I, that. I love, like, it's, it's a lot of stuff that looks like vintage mm-hmm. menswear yeah. combined with kind of, like, swingy skirts. Yeah. But there's, like, she has a coat on later on in this episode that mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is incredible. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Effie, be- like, so, so that was, like, I have to watch every episode of this show because I have to see, yes. I have to, like, steal ideas from Beffy. And that's how I feel about <laughs> everybody. Like, I, everything that everyone is wearing, I'm like, I just, I, I want to continue to see how everyone interprets yeah. wear or everyone's style. Like, even yeah. if I'm not into it, like, just, like, just, I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Yeah. It's funny. And, and that's, I mean, it's interesting doing, coming to this because right now, as you know, listeners, we're like in the midst of season nine mm-hmm. of, of, uh, of Project Runway Vintage. And mm-hmm. it is like, it's remains a slog. There yeah. have not, there've been very few 
garments that I've been ex like wanted to wear yeah. at all. Yeah. And um and it and so it's like I saw this and I was like, oh my god, I love these clothes. I know. Like, I'm gonna start paying attention <laughs> to streetwear. I can't believe this. <laughs> like. Um and then and then like the last co-signers offset. Um, yes. Who is who I was I was thinking is kind of like the model, um, who's or this who is clearly a celebrity, of course, but kind yeah. of the model is like I would wear this, I would wear that. This is something that yeah would be for me, and you know I feel like that's what Offset's role. Offset's is. the Heidi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Such a Heidi. I mean, even yeah. with just like the sounds that he makes, um, yeah. and also just you know calling, yeah. Even the, the the you know the way he moves, but he's not not the business person. Definitely not the Michael Kors. Definitely mm. not the Nina Garcia. So right, yeah, um, yeah. All right, so let's see here. We we have um like a little bit of introduction to people, and so mm -hmm. you know we'll say their names here and there. But the first person we are introduced to, the first designer we're introduced to, I should say, is Paige. Mm -hmm. who's um whose company is called hood couture mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she's from detroit michigan mm -hmm. and her story to, to streetwear is that she couldn't afford the streetwear that she wanted so mm -hmm. she decided to make it and people kept asking her where did you get that and she's like well i made this this is, mm -hmm. this is me. i made this um, and speaking of street couture, we also have Jolison. I think Jolison uh -huh. or Jolison. I hope I'm pronouncing Jolison. Right. I think yeah, yeah, Jolison, who's actually from Los Angeles, but was a it was a stylist and is and and wanted to do more. And I and Jolison would probably characterize. I didn't get their brand name, but that would ca characterize what they make is like street couture. Mm -hmm. Anyway, and then we have Kai, yes. who's from mm -hmm. Vietnam and moved to LA when they're really young, like 18 mm -hmm. um, and talks about how hot Vietnam is and that mm -hmm. maybe no one there has ever seen a hoodie. wouldn't recognize a hoodie, wouldn't know what to do mm -hmm. with a hoodie. And the first time he wore a hoodie, he was just like, this is sick. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. I look like an anime character. Mm -hmm. And I love Kai because in Los Angeles, it's still too hot to wear hoodies, but mm -hmm. we wore puffy jackets and hoodies. <laughs> I remember in high school, um, one of my classmates like wore this big jacket, and he was really large, and he was trying to look like Biggie. And mm -hmm. he came in, he was like, "Biggie wears his jacket," but I was just like, "But Robert, you know, it's like eighty-five degrees outside, and that jacket <laughs> is for winter. We don't have yeah. winter here." But it's just... <laughs> and but we but we were just like. We were wear flip flops and bomber jackets, it's just because mm -hmm. you know, just you know, would, would want to wear it. And so I thought about Kai. I was like, oh yeah, huh? You know, warm climate. Also, I one of my other favorite pieces is this striped jacket that Kai's wearing. Oh yes, yes, I love it. <laughs> everything that Kai wears, and I I just love it. And and also everything that Kai says, like I just mm -hmm. I think Kai's entertaining. It's, it's interesting to look at. Um, and then I think that's it before we meet, um, Speedy, right? Um, yeah, I think that might be it. Yeah, it's like a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. There's Alan is there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Speedy yeah. comes in. Speedy comes in, explains the rules a little bit. He's also, you know, cause we've heard those 
stories about Tim Gunn, um, Tim Gunn's origin story, where Tim mm-hmm. Gunn was like, oh, you know, I didn't think I would come in and actually be a mentor. I was actually just supposed to come in and get the designers to talk. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Speedy will be doing. Speedy is yeah. going to be like the original Tim Gunn. Um, yes. Just to get them to speak to the camera. And yeah. um, but he also is like, he's like, you know, um, I'm going to guide you guys through this competition but he actually like literally guides them through the space. I was just like, okay, you're not right. gonna you're not gonna conceptually guide them. You're gonna guide them <laughs> yeah, around. I'm literally gonna from equipment yeah. space to equipment space. <laughs> so, yeah, he tells them to like unpack their stuff. Yeah. So they start setting up their racks. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's everybody's got things. Some people right. have a lot of stuff. Some people have very little Some stuff. Have nothing. Like, yeah, that's so blue. So there's Blue Boy who has maybe three garment bags. Yeah, and then we have um Murph. someone else named Murph who's brought everything. Yeah, and like a huge bin of stuff. And Speedy calls out Murph, and so we have like these this contrast of what people have mm-hmm. brought with them. And then we have Paige over there who's kind of like shit talking Blue Boy because she's like, "You didn't come prepared. Why do you only have three things?" Right. <laughs> so right. Um. And then we also have them, um, you know, they kind of walk around this, the actual space and we get to see how huge this work area is. So there are different stations. There's screen printing, there are embroidery machines, yeah. there's sewing rooms, and I think some, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, and this is also one of the things that's interesting about it from a, from a you know, conceptual standpoint it's like oh all of these things are um considered like skills right Mm -hmm. and there's a whole a whole room of like blanks yeah right like in with the sewing room there's like blank caps there's blank there you know there's there's like stuff that is not really the accessory wall right it's but it's stuff that they can be embellishing yeah I thought you that know. was really interesting because they have blank hoodies that yeah. are in like all different kind of colors. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, okay, this is new. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they eventually head to like a lounge area, right? Yeah. They get to yeah. sit and I'm like, oh, great. A lounge. Yeah. But then it's, it's basically, you will come to know that it is like the emotionally fraught area. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're you're right. Okay, okay. I don't know this yet, but I I I, I yes, I, I clocked that. It just came into my, my my brain. What else happens there later in the episode? Okay, yeah. Just came to mind. Um, and so they're sitting there, and then a TV pops on, and then here comes the co-signers walking on in slow motion and looking all cool. So we have like mm. Marnie and Buffy and Offset. Everyone's Buffy going has this wild. that coat, that blue and white like yes. blanket coat. Oh my gosh! And <laughs> and people are just losing their minds um, mm-hmm. because someone goes, "Oh my god, is that Offset? Like, oh, what's happening?" Mm-hmm. And um, so the designers are watching them, but then they head to their racks. So I'm think you're thinking that the 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 co-signers will come through and actually meet them in the, in the lounge, but they're actually walking through their workspace looking at their racks and commenting on their clothes. And then the designers go from, oh, this is great too. Oh, what the fuck is happening? Oh no, oh my God. And so then Speedy, Nor- <laughs> Speedy Mormon's like, uh, guess what? <laughs> in a <laughs> in a twist already, the challenge has started. So mm-hmm. you know, 
anyway, so this is this is fun because they go through a few of the racks. We don't see all of them, but they go through Camila's rack. So we meet Camila. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go through Kai's rack. We go through Jolison's rack. And then someone named Alan. You go through mm-hmm. their rack. And so we kind of get like, I, I, I predicted that I'm like, okay, these might be the people that we are, were focusing on mm-hmm. the rest of the episode, but not necessarily. So, mm-hmm. um, so then they head in to actually meet the, the co-signers. So um, mm-hmm. Speedy kind of like intros everyone. And it seemed to me that everyone knew Marnie and Offset, but not Buffy. What did you think? Um, I think that's that that's possible. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little bit hard for me to for to register that. Okay. But but I but you might be right. Yeah. Well blue who only brought three garments knew who Buffy was. And but everyone yeah. else is like, Oh, okay, Buffy. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Clap, clap, clap. But um anyways, and so we have um we ha- so we have this I guess designation of this is the first impressions challenge mm-hmm. and the winner will get immunity, which is a huge, it was just huge for a challenge. They didn't even know what's happening. Yeah. And, but before they give the winner, they start calling out people's works because they don't know who anyone is. So they just start right. calling out. They're, judge, they're judging blind. Yeah. Um. So offset starts off by calling out Joe Leeson's work. He was like, what about the rack in the back? Because mm-hmm. their critique of that was they didn't really see the street where there was a gown on that rack and mm-hmm. um, offset. And I think also Buffy didn't necessarily see that as qualifying as streetwear, but mm-hmm. Marnie was the one who kind of chimed in and I think tried to save it a little bit by styling mm-hmm. it in, um, yeah. in her imagination. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, and then offset calls out, Kai's rack. Everyone loved Kai's rack. Mm-hmm. Um, they call out Paige and how they love the they like the femininity love and also I think Offset really liked the bucket hat, which is a thing mm-hmm. I think that will continue until season mm-hmm. two. And then you have Alan, <laughs> who who has like a eighties punk vibe, mm-hmm. and Marnie talks about how she liked the fit, and I think because there are these mm-hmm. jeans that had this bow bonus to it like they rounded out and so mm-hmm. she's like yeah i like that you can see the the, the fit so the two racks that stood out were alan and kai's mm-hmm. and the person who gets immunity is is kai yeah kai is super confident but very cautious kai, kai takes it in stride yeah well kai has um it it feels a lot like that Kai has learned not to let anybody see you sweat. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like that like that Kai's we we learn more about Kai's story like over the course of the of the show. Okay. And and it is and I I think it's it's very much that sense of like coming to a new place mm-hmm. like having to deal with a lot of teens like trying yeah. to figure it out yeah like hmm. so okay yeah because i got the impression that um perhaps you don't want to be a target and this yeah. immunity first off makes makes kai kind of a target mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. but um but we get through um that challenge and then speedy 
I love that his name is Speedy, and then we have to keep saying the word Speedy. So Speedy, <laughs> Speedy explains that there throughout the competition, they'll be creating a collection. So there will be an accumulation of works, and so they right. have to think about how they're going to make a lookbook, which I think right. is also very different for yes these shows. But they yeah. also have to think of them within the actual challenges because the first challenge right. is not to add on to the lookbook willy nilly. It is to create a look for ASAP Ferg. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so ASAP Ferg comes in mm -hmm. and we learn that Ferg was a design major in school. Well, and an art major. An art major and oh oh sorry, okay, an art major, but what what did they have to do with fashion design? There's something No, and also an art and also a design major, okay, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then sort of got into, you know, got into rapping and Yeah. the other stuff uh sort of fell away. Yeah. So I thought like what a great first challenge and what a great client to have. Mm -hmm. And um and and so um Fergus from from Harlem and talks about, you know, growing up with a certain kind of style of mixing upscale with classic stuff mm -hmm. or, you know, upscale culture, mixed street culture with upscaleness mm -hmm. or something, but also talking about like, you know, streetwear coming a lot from just kind of, um, I think how Dapper Dan thinks about streetwear. We're just like, you know, just thinking about the things that, that you strive for or, maybe mm -hmm. could not afford but would approximate those things or any you know stuff like that well and and also um you know it is the it is the revenge of uh the, I, maybe the proletariat <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah on the, on the designers you know i i'm somebody who really loved the heyday of like knockoffs and and um uh you know counterfeit like like canal street mm -hmm. streetwear <laughs> culture in new york because to me it was so much like yeah you you develop these like luxury brands that are all about like denying people access and making people dissatisfied with mm -hmm. their lives and aspiring to these things. Yeah. And, 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 um, great when somebody like takes it back and reworks it and makes it their version of it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, that to me is like super exciting. Yeah. yeah. And, I do think like one thing that I do like about this show is that it does very much try to engage with what does a DIY is like, like what is a DIY aesthetic? Yeah. Like, what does it mean? You know, it's one thing for people to be talking about like their brand, but what does it mean to be like really trying to go from that place of like, not seeing the clothes that you liked out in the world. So making your own clothes mm -hmm. so much so that other people are like, Oh my God, that's great. Where'd you get it? Right. Like, could you make me one? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that is really the story of streetwear. Yeah. It's so personal. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so, what's really personal for Ferg is that he really likes classic silhouettes, something mm -hmm. that's timeless. And mm -hmm. I love, I love that in 
the language of, of streetwear also because mm-hmm. um so like what is timeless and what is what does that mean um for, mm-hmm. for asap ferg but when they open... also ferg's got a good got like a nice outfit on too yes that I... oversized white wonderful pastels shirt like with just that really beautiful angora sweater very yes. very interestingly kind of femi like yeah look like wonderful textures going on mm-hmm. and you know i kind of thought about like you know easter in in a way yeah with with the colors that that are going on i just i liked it so when he when he said classic silhouettes i was like huh what does that mean and mm-hmm. um he asks the designers if they have any questions for him and no one says a goddamn thing <laughs> Right, which could be like everybody being starstruck. It's like the first day. Yes. Um, but this is how you you hear Marnie. Like this is how I was like, oh, Marnie's yes. a fucking professional. Yes. Marnie is like, you y'all just blew it there. Yes. Like okay. like she gave like, him. She went on for I'm pretty sure a lot longer than what the edit gave us because mm. i was like guys like she's giving you a huge hint you're she says right. you're wasting opportunities i'm like don't waste this guys don't yeah ask a question yeah um, it's like her whole business is dependent on talking to clients yeah. and finding out what clients want and, and how to interpret it yes yeah and um and i think that that's uh yeah and and then we get some like a cutaway to him and he's like you know if it was me i would have been like i i would have been just asking everything yeah it's like you guys would have had to drag me out of here with yeah or, or shut down all yeah. the cameras because yeah asking a billion questions and um and i thought so too i was just like they're probably really nervous and also don't want to seem um uh i don't know like maybe they they're afraid of asking like a stupid question or right. looking weak in some kind of way or looking yeah. like less knowledgeable and yeah. so in not answering or not asking any questions or just like i know i'm like no yeah but you guys can ask questions yeah so. they kind of shoot it they're shooting themselves in the foot yeah um so everybody it so then we get like the rest of the format of the show mm-hmm. um they've got like two days for this challenge mm-hmm. every night they can put together a um a tech bag. What's it called? A, a tech bag, mm-hmm. um, which is a similar thing that happens to in the cut. Yeah. Or, or making, making, the, making cut. the cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there are professionals um, who will be executing the garments. They're not expected to sew everything themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they are, you know, they they that's available to them. Yeah. yeah. But they do have to know, like, how to give instructions. Yeah. Right. Yes. To to get the results that they want. So, um, and there's there doesn't seem to be like a budget constraint on. Oh, that's right. Like how much? Like we don't get like the, you know, you're going to move. This is how right. much you can spend. Yeah. They've got ma- materials. Everything's in house. Yeah. And thinking about this, in part, um, this is a show that is shot during the pandemic. Oh, that's right. Yes. So probably part of the idea of it is like you're going to be in isolation. Like this will be the pod yeah. here. Will be this location. Right. 
there's everything that you need is going to be in here, like any fabric, the mm -hmm. blanks, the silk screening, all of that stuff is going to be in here. Yeah. And um, and y'all just you can't really leave, you yeah. know, except. I I I really I kind of like that because they get they kind of get to let loose, but also maybe that is because you know, this did come out in the pandemic. I just couldn't get over how much space they have. And how yeah. it's it really is like a self-contained set where it's it's a warehouse, but you know you know they work in a warehouse on Project Runway, but they don't use that whole thing. You know they yeah. they go to Mood and um, but here they have uh, this is also where you get to see the blank hoodies, and mm -hmm. I thought of those as a trap. So I was like, are those is that a plant? Like is that like <laughs> <laughs> like if you use those hoodies and they'll get on you for using those hoodies? But it's not like I'm I'm just no. kind of jaded by. Um, like all the twists and stuff by like other shows, but yeah. um, but it's really great. So we have Alan who is deciding to make an all white sweatsuit. Everyone's making a some kind of suit, and so Alan's making a, an all white sweatsuit, and then Camila is, I can't remember what Camila is making, but some also also some type of suit. Kai's making a suit, mm -hmm. but we also um, we have Paige who's doing a suede suit. <laughs> and has never done a tech pack so she's mm. very anxious but we also get um um a, a friend uh, collision between camila and kai mm -hmm. because i guess they're around the same age and and um camila's like yeah i know kai we were hanging out you know when i was like you know so long ago and i was like 19 and i think camila's 25 mm -hmm. <laughs> but they've known each other and, and probably have you know, come up together in some kind of way because Camila goes over to Kai and she's like, how do you feel um, getting immunity? And Kai's like, normal. Like, I'm trying to keep it under wraps. Why are you asking me all these questions? I already have a target on my back. It was just like, Kai is just so inward. Um, but also, Kai talks about moving to Viet moving from Vietnam to Los Angeles mm -hmm. and during the day, hustling sewing and modeling as a day job um because you know like kai has like great bone structure and and definitely could model but at in the evening spending time in these vip sections with these big rappers but at night not having a place to sleep mm -hmm. <laughs> and how it's like this you know he's like i think this is like this you know typical la kid like hustle kind of thing which you know is interesting for me as an la kid to hear that experience of another of a of like a teen like a like a, a teenager coming to los angeles and just like this grind of the day yeah. versus night and this this like contrast of like dealing with these very wealthy and, and rich and famous people and at night being like i you know you know essentially have to hop around and kind of mm -hmm. living unhoused in some kind of way um and then we have murph who um, kind of talks about where their company comes from and it's named after um, uh, their their kid Alani Taylor. It's called mm -hmm. Alani Taylor. But Murph is also going through a divorce mm -hmm. and talks about how LA broke up um, uh, their relationship. Um, and Murph was, you know, it's, it's very sad. And Murph talking about how yeah. I, like I was, doing i was making decisions because i thought this would be better for my family but um uh but my partner actually was like where are you, you you're very absent and so um you know kind of like unfortunately sort of 
I would say like this opportunity for Murph is kind of fraught because um, it's in LA. This is probably what like Murph worked for, but um, I, I would, we, we, we know now that, you know, like, like a divorce is happening, but it's just really sad because how much triumph c- can be put into this um, opportunity that, um, uh, that everyone else is like, reveling in for Murph it's yeah. really super fraught and complicated yeah yeah so. it's definitely double-edged yeah um but Murph is making not a suit but something dope casual short sleeve mm-hmm. accessories and I'll just say that in this back and forth with um, the, the with the producer Murph seems very nervous and kind of like disjointed in a way yeah so and then we have Joseon <laughs> who's making something elegant not too sporty and i wrote maybe make it more sporty jolison yeah make it more sporty like like and (laughs) jolison i believe probably also is a model like jolison is an incredible looking i mean must have jumped from modeling to styling and yeah it's like yes yeah a lot of these of course these contestants a lot of them are like very very attractive but like yes yeah uh, Jolison has like a wonderful look and styled themselves like mm-hmm. you know wonderfully, and that you know it can get where like the whole elegant couture thing comes from and and how they're working. But yeah, um, poor Jolison wearing I'm great just, like great hoops. Yeah, amazing. Then we have Blue, right? Who's say? an artist? Yeah, um, is sketching and then is talking about how they were inspired by their last trip to Dubai and seeing women wearing, um, he, um, he says hijab, but it's niqab uh, is what mm. he's talking about. So where the hair is covered and um, the lower part of the face is covered. So all you see are um, uh, women's eyes and mm. um, just kind of like sketching from that, letting it flow like poetry in motion. And then we're off to like tech pack time. Yeah. <laughs> so. so everybody like, goes away mm-hmm. it's a new day and everybody comes out and starts opening up their tech packs to yeah. see what they've got and Paige does a garment prayer uh, yes. before opening up the bag yes and it it feels like basically the seamstresses they have have been given the direction of like you so from this time to this time <laughs> and if and if you are in the middle of a seam then that seam does not get so okay that's what happened because some, someone, some of these things that they're pulling out i know because i think it's alan who pulled out a pair of pants and the waistband is not done right the waistband is half attached half attached <laughs> that's not because that's not from some poor instruction okay that's from like no because literally like Time's up, stop yes. sewing. Okay, that makes more sense. Because Alan is looking at him like, what is this? And I'm like, Yeah. That's my question too. Like, yeah. what is happening here? But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, most most of them are confused, not happy. But there are some people who are who are okay with it. And yeah, um, Justin's okay because I don't think I don't think Justin, Justin does all of his own sewers. Justin does all of his own sewing. So yeah. he's yeah. like 
I'm doing a thing that I know that I could make. Yeah. And so I'm, I don't have to worry about whether or not this comes back from the tech pack. And Murph didn't send anything to the, to the, um, to the seamstresses either. Right. Um, and I think. And then we cut to the lounge. Oh, yes. Where Murph is yes, in the midst of the custody or the settlement hearing. Right. Um, with their partner, this is the thing that made me think like, oh, they had to do quarantine pod stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. all this is all happening over the phone. Clearly, this is the court date for to finalize the divorce. Right. And Murph is on the phone, like Going, with the judge. And yeah. yeah, and it is really, really heart wrenching. They are, you know, they're finalizing everything. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, I mean, there is that thing of like, even when a couple understands that this is like the right thing to do. Yeah. It still hurts, you know? Yeah. Cause I, you know, yeah. Cause like, and it, it, like, it's such an, such a different planet to be on while everyone is worrying about their tech packs and worrying about what state their garments are in. And, yeah. And you are going through an actual divorce. You're, it's, yeah. And so then, and that's, yeah, it's really sad because um, Murph was like, I thought after this was over, I'd feel happy about it, but I'm not happy. Yeah. Um, and so Project comes, um, Paige, oh my God, not Project. There's, that's a different person. Paige <laughs> comes over <laughs> and tries to talk it out, and which, which I think is like really nice because Paige kind of like, it's like, do you want to talk about this? You know, mm -hmm. um, it's very gentle. And we also get this kind of cut in from Kai, who's like, yeah, this is where this is well, this is what streetwear is about. It's mm -hmm. about community and trying to help each other out. And I wrote in my notes, this is not a Project Runway moment because that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what Project Runway is about. Yeah. In a way. But also I'm I'm hoping that remains you know because mm -hmm. we're this is the very beginning and i'm hoping that it continues so murph gets back to it and this is when we find out um that murph did not send anything to um uh right. send, send anything in and it's just gonna freestyle it's gonna freestyle yeah. um and um then models show up um they're doing they're doing model fitting yeah um they're all different heights and I mean, another thing that I love about the show, yeah, I was like, right, is that oh gosh, it's like this is, this is different body types. Yes. Um, you don't have you don't have any of this stuff about like, oh, I can't. I've never designed for blah blah blah. Yeah. I've never made anything for, you know. No, we have people who have problems in. because they've, you know, they don't they had they don't really know how to give instructions, right. Um, and that's kind of like, you know, that's that's coming back to um, to bite them. Right. But, you know, there's, you know, it's it's not the usual agonizing. No, that's where I thought about how I'm like, oh, this is going to be a different fitting. This yeah, is, this is this is not going to be the same where it's like, oh, is this tight enough? Is this right. contour to the body enough? Right. Um, and. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is another thing where it's tailoring does matter, but in a very different mm -hmm. way than than what you're used to seeing on Project Runway. And yeah. um and then we have, you know, Jolison who's got 
the like some fit issues and has to make um an impromptu cut right um, their, their model looked really uncomfortable yeah <laughs> and so that's another thing i was like but you're a model you know aren't you used to cameras and maybe not who knows i don't know yeah but uh anyway but we also have like speedy going around and doing the the original tim gun thing mm-hmm. and just getting the desires to kind of talk and I, he talks to Blue, who's learning how to adjust to the tech pack idea because mm-hmm. he's never worked with tech with sewers before mm-hmm. and is also learning, you know, maybe I can't give them a bunch of work to do in like an hour or however many many hours right. you get. Um, although, is Kai done? Kai has finished everything? Well, I think Kai has like sewn a bunch of stuff. Okay. But has but is doing some silk screening. Yes. And that screws up. Yes. So I didn't understand how this screwed up because I I have very limited experience with silk screening. Um but essentially the the ink was supposed to stay on top and it goes through the yeah. garments. Okay. Yeah. I think I think okay. either I I mean I think there's a couple of things that could happen. I don't know what kind of ink they're using, but if okay. it was an ink that was um uh not water based oh there might have been like some solvent in it mm-hmm. and um it wasn't mixed well enough and so when he pulled it through the screen mm-hmm. that solvent spread everywhere oh, i don't know exactly what the deal was or um sometimes it can happen that if you uh flood the screen and then um, pull through again unconsciously, mm-hmm. then you've got a bunch of ink that's sitting underneath the screen. Oh. And if you press that down on the garment and then push it's... it through, then it could be this sort of blob. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, yeah. it's, it, you know, it would, it's the sort of thing that would get like a musical sting and <laughs> a, and a, um, you know, uh, like the strings, yeah, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. And, and yes, and anxiety or like a wood block, like, dun, 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 yeah, thing. Um, it would but be a is... run to the bathroom, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Or, and even Speedy comes over, and Kai is clearly annoyed with Speedy. Yeah. Speedy comes over and is like, Oh, you got a meeting, man, it doesn't matter. And Kai's like, Excuse me, I still want to win, like, I want that, mm. I want that. Oh, right, the, uh, part of the prize is. Um, you have a an ad on a billboard, and right. I want I want to win this with for with ASAP Ferg. Yeah. And so, but yeah. So, but we don't have Kai, um, you know, bursting into tears, and there's nothing wrong with tears. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, Kai is kind of yeah. But I still want to win. Can you get away from me? Don't talk to me right now. <laughs> like this sucks. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So they're all running around because after this incident, they have basically five minutes left. Um, it is right before the outside. end of the day. Yeah, they're yeah. not. So they're not even working to the actual end of the day. Uh, you know, like, right? Even say this is the summer, um, they're still working maybe until like five or something. It just doesn't look that mm-hmm. late. Yeah. So the next day is final day. Yeah. And we models never show the up. The models come blue. in. Blue open so they open up the other the the next day's tech pack yes um blue was anticipating that like pants were going to be made for him that didn't happen didn't happen so blue decides to make a skirt yes i mean also can we just say for a second like 
I love that we're at this this point in history where it's like you know a designer can go like well I can't send I can't I can't put a model you know in front of the camera without pants mm -hmm. what am I going to do all right I'll make a skirt yes and and that's like nothing it's not a deal it is not what I thought like blue was going to do because mm -hmm. I thought you know there would be like a struggle at the sewing machine to salvage mm -hmm. these pants and mm -hmm. but no um blue is just like no I, I I've got to I, I I know I can't do this in an hour because he only mm -hmm. did an hour on the final day right and he's like well I can make and a they don't skirt. get uh, yeah we don't hear about hair and makeup don't we hear don't. about hair and makeup <laughs> and also like blue's never made a skirt before but the the idea of choosing mesh as as um they choose mm -hmm. mesh as as a fabric and um puts that together and I'm just like I just really love the quick pivot and it also wasn't like blue didn't make a big deal out of this being like quote unquote edgy or whatever right. yeah they're just like this is what i can do in this amount of time and i'm going to make this work because it's also kind of goes in with the styling yeah um so it was great it was wonderful yeah the models like strut on in um mm -hmm. we do um we do judging tables sort of at the same time as we do um the photo shoot yeah because we have the judges well the so the Judges do like their runway walk to the street or to their seats, but it's, it's not a, yeah, it's not a runway. It's a photo shoot. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so, um, this is where I'm going to prompt you listeners to click on, uh, click in the show notes and look for the link for a cheat sheet. There is do, a cheat sheet for this. Do what I am doing now, um, which is to open up the, the, the cheat sheet yes open up the cheat sheet that i sent you nailin <laughs> and i have to say i loved making this cheat sheet it was you know they're mainly just screenshots but i love getting the detail and the full body shot and mm -hmm. um the like you know and the the shoulder up shot like i loved how consistent it was Possibly, I really liked how they made the runway into a photo shoot. So they, so the models do get to do like a runway walk, and then the judges get to see the um, designers do like a photo production and mm -hmm. produce the model. Um, right. And then they get to see the the garment move, and of course, ASAP Ferg, who is the client, gets to kind of see whether or not this would be something that they would wear. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was this was fun. It was fun. Think to watch. about how laborious this was for with the finalists of the most recent season of of um, Project Runway. Yes, remember with the props and the yes. fan. Oh my and gosh, the, and I mean, the yeah, there's and the the model and all of that. It was like, whereas this is like boom boom this is yeah. part of the deal and it was it's a part of the the concept of the challenge too because speedy says there's going to be a photo shoot in front of a blank canvas and i, I know mm -hmm. that's on purpose that it's it is that color even if it's not an actual canvas but kind of you know kind of putting everyone on an equal setting mm -hmm. um no play on um the the lighting um you have a real photographer there who is um, doing remote capture and it's great. Like it's, it's a photo shoot. It's, it was, it was, so, it was fun to watch anyway. So shall we go through these garments? Yes. Let's go through the garments. 
Okay, right. first up is Camilla. What do you think about this? Camilla. So, okay, my favorite thing was that ASAP Ferg loves a babushka underneath a bucket mm-hmm. hat. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that, that, that is a babushka. Why did mm-hmm. she style it that way? So the styling was the most interesting part to me with, with Camilla's. Uh-huh. Um, but also the, let me bring it up here, because there's also something about this color choice that was really kind of refreshing and, you know, and white and bright, but um, I thought it was easy. And even thinking about how everyone's trying to make a suit. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it walked really nicely. And I liked that the top was short sleeves. Like just something that's very different mm-hmm. to me, but my favorite thing was ASAP Ferg's reaction to loving this babushka underneath mm-hmm. the bucket cap. What'd you think? Um, I think that, uh, I think the tie of the babushka, like, I, I think it's a little, um, that's a little thick. Yes. I mean, the thing that I am learning about this show mm-hmm. is that you basically are building off of pieces that are out there in the world. It's a tracksuit. Yes. It's a, yeah. it's sweatpants. It's basically, it's a lot of athletic wear, mm-hmm. you know, it might be like, shorts that are based off of like basketball shorts or mm-hmm. the you know um and then it really comes down to what do you do with the details what is the twist that you put on mm-hmm. it yeah what's the where where does something fall like you know how does it how does it look sharp or not mm-hmm. and that's and so like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things about Camilla's look is that like I don't normally like like all white stuff mm-hmm. um but she's got the base is like this sort of cream mm-hmm. for this ta- track suit and the accents are like you know buff and beige mm-hmm. and I love that they actually pick up on the color of the upturned toe of the sneaker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like in a way the whole outfit is built off of like that color combo of like yeah. white, you know, a white sneaker with the sole, you know, with the the gum sole. Yeah. And those little bits are super nice. I think that the thing with having the tie under the chin is that it then doesn't really make sense with like the chain that's on there. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind that gets kind of cluttered to me. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm like, fine, but I'm kind of ambivalent about it. Yeah. I also really like, well, yeah, yeah, I love the shoes too, and I like how the pants fall, and kind of thinking about that, where, um, they they have like, like a tailored sense because they're the right height, um, and yeah, like I, I. I was looking at that chain underneath because to me, like I wish that it actually weren't there because mm-hmm. it's sort of, you know, it, in a, in a way I'm thinking about all these colors that are here, that it's, it's, it, it is like a type of beige Brown that you don't really need. Um, mm-hmm. And especially if you're going to tuck it into the shirt. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I, I would rather have just the, the babushka there because it's, yeah. it's picking up on the color of the sleeve. Um, yeah. And I just, I love the, I just, I really like these short sleeves and mm-hmm. 
these oversized pockets in the back are really cool too. And the zippers on the pockets. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Next. So next up we have blue. Blue. So blue has um, basically like a top instead of doing the button the the button up that he was talking about he went for basically a kind of ben davis hmm. um canvas top do you know like that that workwear yeah um uh that's like a very kind of la thing and then he has done what i think are some iron on um uh graphic uh, bits there. I don't think those are silk screened on. I think they're. I think they're digital print iron ons. Yeah, because I, th I think he was doing. Um, I, I also wonder if any of this is. No, this is it. Is like a like a, oh yeah, maybe iron on. Um, I was you know I guess that's the same. I was thinking of photo transfer, because in the close up they seem a little flat to me. Mm -hmm. Um, like they don't yeah. have as much texture. Yeah. Um, and then there's like a sort of mesh top. He's got this this um, hood, mm -hmm. this mesh hood with um, with with the eyes visible. Yeah. And um, the mesh skirt. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I also because I'm look, also looking at this chain that's hanging and wondering if it is on purpose con a continuation of the line of the niqab coming down like the outline yeah. continues with that chain because when he was directing the photo shoot he he made the model look over their right shoulder to kind of line mm -hmm. up the eyes and i mm -hmm. thought that's really striking that's really interesting um how he's thinking about these graphic this graphic nature of this outfit mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so um and and even with the like i i really enjoyed the combat boots i didn't know that there would be like biker shorts underneath so that's sort of the the uh, something that i'm just kind of like leaning back and looking at as um you know it, it's a choice but mm -hmm. i kind of wish that there was maybe another layer of mesh there um um on top of that because but, but i don't know but but i really enjoyed how he's continued that line with the chain mm -hmm. um in particular the color is really um is the what I struggle with the most. I mm -hmm. don't really like the purple or the lavender outlined with the purple so much. Yeah. And um I don't yeah, I don't I don't know how I feel about that part. So I I feel like a a kind of weird thing with blue and and with this garment is like when he when he does not with this look mm -hmm. is that when he doesn't have an idea, he doesn't have an idea. Hmm. Like it like there he it's like there are places where this just feels like blank. Yes. Like things that he cares about and is excited by, and then parts that are just like blank. He doesn't, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, so okay, I'll just deal with the parts that I, that I really am interested in. And you can, you can see that where there's like, yeah, a, I, yeah, but, but definitely idea. interesting. And I like what's going on with um, the gender um you know the various bits of gender stuff in it yeah yeah um on to caroline on to caroline 
Um, so I, I, so I thought this was probably the most like kind of, I wouldn't say quiet, but, but not as, uh, it, it didn't really stand out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate though, the, <laughs> the which is weird to say, which, which is weird to say because there's a, a whole uh, there's there's like this ski mask yeah hood that has stuff sewn into it and then another bandana stuck on top of that yeah like like it's a little bit like um low budget horror movie up top (laughs) and then um kind of uh you know kind of boudoir um uh you know shorts at the bottom (laughs) i don't know what to say about i I don't know what to say about like the socks and the and the sandal like the adidas sandals yeah i i it's it, it it again this takes me back to high school where it's like kids who rolled out of bed and needed to get to the bus Mm-hmm. Because like we we wore these sandals to school, like you know, it's like slippers to school. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe you wear socks on top yeah. of them in January, but um, yeah, I it, I don't really care about this ski mask balaclava thing. Like it it feels like it's it doesn't belong, and also it mm-hmm. it is more intricately treated than the rest of the outfit. Where yeah. that where the 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 hoodie is um, minimally distressed, so we have some detail on on the you know on the right hand side. Um, the shorts um, are very subtle, and which is which is okay. But I think there's also like a like a one note to the color, mm-hmm. and maybe it wasn't helped by the canvas background, but mm-hmm. it almost disappears into um, in, into the back. But also, I think. Yeah, Caroline kind of did a disservice to the rest of the outfit because of how, like, how costumey the top part is. Um, and I don't, I, I like it, but separately from this. Well, also, can we just outfit. say, like, this is um, the prize here is that you are going to have a fucking celebrity wearing <laughs> your outfit. Like, what is it with everybody like coming up with these? Base coverings. Hey, it's the... like it's <laughs> like so right. <laughs> get it together, y'all. Like they're like this is somebody who is like a famous face. Yeah. And, and you're gonna put like a you're gonna put a balaclava on them? I mean, at least for, you know, maybe like blue's outfit, you can kind of take it off because it kind of goes with the outfit in some way. But with Caroline, it's like you spent a lot of time. As if yeah. you wanted this to be photographed with yeah. with ASAP Ferg's face underneath it or something. And yeah, you're right. Yeah. So next is Alan. Where this this is I feel like this is off the accessory wall. So this yes. you can take this off, but it's not, you know, a part of the Yeah, the it's it it Alan it it picked up on um those um sort of sneeze guard masks that were <laughs> everywhere. In in um at the end of oh my 20, god like like in the middle of twenty twenty one yeah 
yeah you know yes. that were that were selling in the street which are totally cool i bought two of them myself because they're like weird daft punk yeah accessories yeah um but so that's that's what alan's got on top and then mm-hmm. he has a kind of um non-committal like kind of track suit underneath yeah non- like, I like he's got I like, like a hoodie with con a white hoodie with contrasting black strings mm-hmm. he's got sweatpants that have that where the most prominent thing is sort of his logo mm-hmm. um and otherwise it's it's pretty bland yeah like, there's not a whole lot going on there even where alan's logo is is bland to me like it just kind of feels like I don't know. There's mm-hmm. nothing really interesting about it there. And it's also black and white. And it's again, sort of like with, with Caroline where the face mask is a detriment to the rest of the outfit. Cause if you take the face mask off, it's not really that cool anymore. It's not really right. that like compelling in any yeah. way. Um, it was a confident yeah. move, but not, not in the, in the right direction. I, I think. Um, yeah. Ready for, for Paige? Paige. Next week, a Paige. Um, Paige has an adorable model. Just okay. have to say. All right. I just think I, everyone I, on this show is very attractive. I mean, it is. <laughs> they, they, yeah. They are not lacking for attractive no, people they are on this not. show. Everyone's hot. But, but I will just say that, like, this, but this is. And, and this model is not really, like, my type Mm -hmm. um but his you know to me like it doesn't matter what your body is like Mm -hmm. a person who is at home in their body yeah is sexy yes and and he uh definitely has that vibe of being at home in his body yeah like yeah. he looks during the shoot like he's having a good time. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that like reads in the photos and it reads and and that's I think where I'm like, yeah, that's an attractive person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was surprised that they didn't use the one where he got down real low. Like the model like had like I really liked the way Paige directed their model because there was something um she was like, just like put your finger in your mouth. <laughs> what uh-huh. <laughs> and like like bite down and, and i i liked what what the model did with that like the, mm-hmm. the, the movement and the responses were were really really nice and so when i look at the cheat sheet i forgot about all of that because it's just you know a straight up and down yeah it shows off the clothes really well because yeah. you can see these like really really scrunched up elongated pants mm-hmm. um and um, I I kind of like this like the what's happening with the shoulder, but um, it's sort of the opposite, not the opposite. It's it's sort of like a little bit better, a lot better I'll say design wise than what Alan did, but the same problem for me where it was just mm-hmm. you know, it was just all it was all black, um, mm-hmm. which is which is fine, but compared to everyone else, it just didn't really stand out all that much. Mm-hmm. The model stood out though, so. And then we get Jolison. Jolison! Uh, with his uncomfortable model. Jolison, a model who's not in front, who's like not in front of the cameras very much. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. 
Um, someone said this is a Jodeci vibe to me, and I cried. yes, I mean, I was like, I know exactly what you mean. It's shiny. Okay, see, I don't against, like, like oh, that was a reference that oh went right over my head. When someone, I don't know who said it, was like this is a Jodeci vibe. Like I, mm-hmm. I was like, I love this show because <laughs> it looks like a Jodeci commercial, like a Jodeci video. And again, uh, you know, listeners who have been listening to this podcast for for quite some time, and as you know, Nalen, um, I grew up in a household where I wasn't allowed to do a lot of things, and so mm. watching videos didn't get a lot of that. Uh-huh. But I do remember seeing Jodeci, and I know what they're talking about, or even like One Twelve. Like there are like a lot uh, of those bands at that time, those those, those like um, R and B groups who were wearing stuff like this. And I love that they couldn't tell. Who were tell relatively their... wholesome. Relatively, but if you listen to, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, like it wasn't. Yeah. You know, everyone's like seeing yeah. about sex, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> so... But there was plausible but, deniability. And, and they're wearing there like wasn't... boudoir, you know, like uh-huh. even Boyce and Men did it. Like wearing nightgowns, you know, like they're like, they're wearing right. bedroom clothes. And so right. here we have like bedroom clothes but kind of right. looks like a jersey, kind of like a baseball. We're all having a satin moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, um, so yeah, so it's a callback to those like '90s um, mm-hmm. uh, things where there's a lot like a high key background, white white background, mm-hmm. and um, you know everyone's wearing something that calls to bedtime. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> um. I you know I thought it was um you know it's like a little elegant I was I wasn't moved much one way or the other mm-hmm. about this um I I thought it was uh fine but maybe his thing is like I know he does strike me as or they mm-hmm. strikes me as somebody who would actually make a great project runway contestant. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like like this style, yeah, no, go ahead. No, just that just like in terms of their um their sense of clothing and how the other stuff is like i think they do a lot of like cutting and draping yeah i don't think they do a lot of pattern making no no um and um and that that um could actually help them on project runway in a way that it doesn't necessarily hear yeah i mean because beffy says something you know, it's like Jolison is not it's trying to do streetwear but it's not mm-hmm. streetwear it's fashion Mm-hmm. Um, he's fashion. That's uh, that's what Beffy said. And um, he's fashion. Yeah, and, it's not really him. Yeah, and I thought that's really, that's very, that's a, like a a gracious read of what's yeah. going on. Um, all right, ready yeah. for Justin? Yes. I what do you this think jacket? of Justin? I I love this jacket. Okay, so what is what's wild about this is that. Justin, one of the things that gets said in this critique mm-hmm. is that this is a really Japanese vibe. Oh, interesting. On the on the jacket. Yeah. And um as somebody who was just at um the Come to Garçon shop mm-hmm. today and looked at a bunch of um <laughs> Junior Watanabe 
that yes it is like those sort of mixed patterns and like scavenged tweed yeah like blocked out in that way that's mm -hmm. like so much of his clothing right now so much of his menswear is that interesting um and um the you know having um having the contrasting orange on the mm -hmm. inside of the coat mm -hmm. you know all that stuff like i um i was prepared to write justin off hmm. but i think that there's um initially like but i think this is um really well put together yeah i i was i wanted more time in the photo shoot with this model and be, just to kind of see the coat move i i just i love uh -huh. the coat and the pants are great too um it also has this mixed mixture of like you know and patchwork deal happening mm -hmm. um but i just love yeah i love finding the different types of fabrics that 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 are going together here mm -hmm. and the tweed is probably my favorite part of the coat the tweed and the plaid mm -hmm. i love mm -hmm. that i just think it's so so great but it just looked good it just looked good on, on the model um ready for kai mm -hmm. Um, yes. So Kai um, has like a very, so you can't see this on the cheat sheet, but a lot of stuff is removable. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like. Um, so think like cargo pants, but the, mm -hmm. but the pockets that are at the, at the knees are actually strapped on. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like a shoulder bag. Mm -hmm. Like there's like, like the, the influences are really a lot military. Yeah. Um, and, and sort of, you know, tactical yeah. and, and there's, um, yeah, that's the word tactical that they use. Yeah. Yeah. I was and, thinking convertible. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a uh, sort of a light olive and a khaki color thing. Mm -hmm. He also has like a a kind of um, you know turtleneck or or like face covering as well, like sort of a mask thing going as well. Mm -hmm. um, which is I'm less interested in, but it's okay. Yeah, I like I'm it. Yeah, I, I thought it was okay too. I wasn't. Yeah. I, again, like again with I thought the colors are bold. I don't know why, but there's just something about this layering of these neutral yeah, it colors looks fresh. that yeah, I really really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and then our yeah. last one is Murph. So Murph, kind of it it's like, um, basically. You know, uh, a tracksuit or or more of a sweatsuit mm -hmm. with these kind of color blocked pockets, mm -hmm. and it's kind of fine, but also feels like kind of committal. Can um, you mean committal? It, I, I mean non-committal. Okay, okay. Non non-committal. Sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, and it is uh. 
you know, just knowing Murph's story of the episode, it's like, yeah, the, Murph did freestyle, mm-hmm. but it was like one of those days where you're just like exhausted by the weight of everything. So you kind of got through it, but it mm-hmm. reads like Murph kind of got through it. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like particularly joyous one way or the other. Yeah. It's, I mean, Marnie basically said what I was thinking because I was like, that looks kind of limp coming out here. Mm-hmm. Um, there looks, it looks as if the fabric is not substantial enough to hold up all of the these uh, big the heavy zippers. Yeah. that are on there. Yeah, and that was one of the main features I think that Murph talked about when we did hear about like what was going to go into the garment or even like design ideas. Um, and it just looked like those zippers weighed that thing down yeah and um yeah it 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 was yeah yeah it was was pretty limp that's that's mm-hmm. what i thought about it about that yeah yeah um so um then it's back and um we we you know we hear from the judging mm-hmm. you know um we we have um what we call i guess judging feedback because they lead them into another space and mm-hmm. the judges are kind of like um sitting in these chairs all of the designers are kind of just standing in front of them they're super nervous they're all um you know like lined up uh like you know ugh, it's just, it's it's real rough mm-hmm. but um, the Marnie comes in and she's like, you know, we really wanted to be moved by your work and some were amazing, but so many assumptions were made again. I'm going to repeat mm-hmm. that you guys missed a crazy opportunity and could have asked a billion questions to ASAP Ferg, but mm-hmm. Ferg is like very gracious and thanks them and was just like, you know, I, I really, um, really am grateful for this. This is really hard. This is tough. But someone really tipped it off and they mm. named the winner. And who's the winner? Nalen? <laughs> they imitate drum roll, as it says here. Yeah, it's there's suspenseful electronic music. It took them forever to, and, to get this out. Um, but and the winner is Kai. It's Kai. Yeah. Kai is stunned and says, I'm like, stunned and uh <laughs> stunned but plays it like so cool <laughs> exactly so cool yes so the prize there's again not, yeah go ahead know, there's not a lot of hopping up and down no nope. no nope. um yeah. very very like you know uh, just very curious i'll just say it's just like a very curious um reaction to that but uh so kai is going to be on a kai's outfit is going to be on a billboard with asap Ferg yeah. wearing it and and sold on StockX. um but then the judges do another thing they move again they go up to another room that's that i'll call the principal's office they go up these stairs yes and it's like this you know um a glass um what do you call it like a glass door that they pull back and they go in and they sit there and they talk more about who they think should go home. So right. we don't, this is, this is how they're going to do it. This is all, you know, we're learning as we go. And so the designers downstairs obviously have no idea, but they call out Jolison. Um, Beth is saying that Jolison might not fit this world. I mean, this world mm-hmm. streetwear. And um, they're talking about Alan. Alan and talking about 
how Alan just made a blank. <laughs> yeah. And then Murph um, mm. as well. So who do they bring up first? I think they bring up Murph first, right? Yeah. Yeah. They bring up Murph and yeah. um, Speedy calls Murph. So they're like, Speedy, get Murph. And then mm. Speedy goes, Murph. And Murph goes, huh? What? Me? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? And I'm just like, yes, this looks like you're going to detention or you're getting called to the principal's mm-hmm. office. You are in trouble, Murph. So yeah. Murph goes upstairs and Beth tells Murph, like, unfortunately, we called you up here because you're in the bottom three. Your silhouettes were so basic and um, your, your, your little twists on zippers felt like from a past yeah. era of streetwear. Yeah. So it was kind of a, and, and it was kind of like a, Run, a rerun of what was on the first look yes um yeah you know so it, it didn't feel like there was a whole lot of development and you know the part of the challenge was like you're designing for this person right you're you know there wasn't a there wasn't much acknowledgement of that yes yeah you know um, and it's interesting i mean i'm like i didn't really think about this at the time but thinking about it now mm-hmm. there is not like there's not judges critique in front of other designers. Oh, yes. Like when you, like the mechanism of project runway of like, you huh. know, standing up there and not knowing whether you're in the top or the bottom, yeah. being asked about that, like all of that sort of like emotional nudging that goes on in the judging process yeah. there. Yeah. Um and the fact that it's happening in front of other designers isn't doesn't happen here yeah i yeah i didn't even think about that because it it because there is like um i was i was mainly mainly paying attention to how compassionate they were and yeah and speaking to everyone where it's just like you know and and you know we'll you know talk yeah. about that when they talk to jolison jolison as well but um when because murph says like your critique of me were those like the zipper details, but that is the core mm-hmm. of my design. That's who I am. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I do. And, yeah. um, and I feel like Murph left disappointed, but not disrespected in any kind right. of way, but also right. kind of understanding like maybe this, like we're, I'm, I'm, I'm on a different wavelength and they're, they're mm-hmm. just not where I am, but it doesn't mean yeah. that I'm a bad designer. Any kind yeah. of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then they bring Alan up. Yeah. And um, yeah. And and Marnie goes in. Yes. Marnie was mad. Marnie was just like, yeah, this looked like a blank. I learned what blanks meant. This looked mm-hmm. like a blank. You're not making an outfit for Ace for ASAP Bird. You're playing ahead for your lookbook and you mm-hmm. messed up this up. Op- you not missed. You messed up this opportunity because I think Marnie, especially from the first challenge, it was between mm-hmm. Alan and Kai. So they had high yeah. expectations for Alan. And Marnie calls calls it out. It's like, you are too confident knowing you are going to be there down the line. So I'm mad at you for mm-hmm. wasting this opportunity. And you could see the look on Alan's face being like, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 oh, no. Oh, no. And I feel like Alan didn't think that that was a bad thing to think that way until Marnie said it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I did miss an opportunity here. Yeah. yeah. And it is interesting to see, like, Marnie, like, you know, 
who sort of like played a goofball on pro on Project Runway was like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. this is how you do what you do because yes. you see what is going on around you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I love I love that like zoom like zoom on in, like just get at the yeah. heart of the matter. And yeah. and 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 I think also again, like not saying that you it's it's a it's a compassionate criticism where um Marnie recognizes the confidence. And was like, mm -hmm. this is the wrong play with that confidence. Like you're right. confident you could have done a lot more. And yeah. and not that it was even the worst outfit, but I think yeah. they were the most mad <laughs> at how yeah. they used this opportunity. Yeah. So Yeah. 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 I really I, I love that. And I loved Alan's face being like, oh man. Yeah. And anyway, so they send Alan back to to mm -hmm. the class and then they bring up Jolison. And then Marnie goes, We all have a question. And then mm. all together, they, they say, why streetwear? And mm. Jolison, like, I think is trying not to cry in responding to that. Yeah. Because they have been, I think Jolison has been, uh, ha had probably been feeling um, like, like yeah. a little nudged or cajoled and, and, you know, even saying like, I, you know, them questioning whether or not this is streetwear makes me really nervous. And so Jolison's mm. like, I've always loved streetwear. It's always been in my life, but I went to styling to fund my fashion career mm -hmm. and now I'm doing what I want to do. Mm. And then Marnie is just like, I do feel like you are at the forefront. I feel like you're doing something that is beyond and very valid, but unfortunately, you know, not here. We can't give you a cosign. And so it was mm -hmm. just really sad because, you know, it was, again, it, does, it doesn't feel like Jolison made the worst outfit. Like I don't think Jolison made the worst outfit. Right. But Jolison is like the only, the first one who is just like outright dismissed. Um, yeah. Because they don't feel like this is yeah what their wheelhouse is. Yeah. So it's almost like a like a push into the right direction for Jolison yeah. rather than like an elimination. Yeah. So and you know and and um. You know, Beffy, you you can really see like, you know, Beffy is there with a kind of like empathy mm -hmm. and, you know, there's, you know, it's it's just a lot of that like, um, uh, yeah, you're not, you, you know, in a in a way it's like you were miscast yeah yeah or it, you know or the truth is like people who are going to go home early are going to be people who are just not going to be competitive down the road and yeah. it's not through a lack of a, ability yeah but it is like you're just wrong for you know this isn't the right competition for you but yeah. i would love to see them on project runway i would too i i yeah i i, I would too um, and I like those questions of just kind of like, who, who are you? And it's yeah. not like, who are you as a designer? They're like, who are you? I, you yeah. Know, so, well, and that's, and, and that is a thing, like, that's a very real artistic struggle. Yeah. Right. Is that you, there are times and I've definitely done it in my career where I've gone after something because I think it's the vehicle that, like, maybe I could, like, get to 
um, do this other thing that I was really interested in. And then mm -hmm. I get to that place and, and, you know, I'm sort of confronted with like, okay, really, I don't have an interest in doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I really don't. So what am I doing here? Mm -hmm. And I could talk myself into it, but that doesn't do anybody any good. Right. You know, and yeah. it's so painful to like come to that realization. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so, um, so, so, so Jolson comes down, says goodbye to everybody. People and are then, shocked. And, yeah. Um, the co-signers come down and then yeah. they're like, okay, one other thing that somebody else is going home. Double elimination. Yes. And yeah, because people were, I think, kind of relieved that's, that their, yeah. a decision had been made. Yeah. And then here they go and kind of tumble back into stress yeah. and anxiety. And um, Paige, who wasn't even called upstairs to the principal's office, mm -hmm. is worried because they're all kind of like, okay, this is chaos now. Like anything could happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, um, Nayland, do you want to ask me who goes home since... I do. Yeah. I do. Who's the other person who goes home, Ernest? It's Murph. Yeah. Murph is shocked. I was shocked too. I was just like, oh, I hope Murph comes back for season two. I don't know. Mm, but mm. I was like, oh man, like if in a better space, maybe in, an, yeah. in another, you know, year or so, like I, I'm hoping that Murph can come back. Yeah. Man. Well, um, the judges just leave. And the designers are like hands on their head, just like, what the fuck just happened? Everyone's just Yeah. Um It's like yeah, there stunned. it is. This is what it's like. And then we have the epilogue. Is that what you call it? Um yeah. the addendum or the yeah. thing at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um speedy. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh no, go ahead. I guess shot after the season wrapped. <laughs> yes. Um we'd see Speedy and Kai walking down a street in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Something you never do. But, you know, the thing is that you can't... If everybody was driving around, then they wouldn't be able to stop and take a look. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they point up. There's so, Again, there's somewhere down in downtown LA, mm -hmm. and there's a huge video billboard. Yeah. Um, with ASAP Ferg in Lumiere, mm -hmm. which is Kai's, uh, Kai's brand. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's got like gold, uh, light coming down. Highlights the... that go across the, yeah, the, there's like a the visual logo. thing happening. And mm -hmm. I, it was, it was really great. It was, it was, yeah. it was really cool to see. Um, so Yeah. And that's 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 episode one, mm -hmm. which was just really really fun and different mm -hmm. um, to to see. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, I will say that like never fear, we're going to continue with season nine. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The 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 reason why I I also wanted to put this on um, our main feed is because uh, we've had some scheduling issues, so mm. we've been off. But don't worry, we're not veering off to the hide, guys. Don't don't worry. Mm -hmm. if anyone was afraid, or if you guys were maybe relieved, then now you can be um, upset again that we will continue season nine. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's, we're getting, we're so close. We're so close to the end. Um, yeah. <laughs> so okay. Let's get it. I had a thought of some listeners like, oh, thank God they're not coming on season. Oh, such a, oh, this lackluster season. No, guys, no. We're going to finish. We're going to finish it up. Finish season nine. We are going to finish it up. Anyway. You asked us to. This was your idea. This, you guys voted for this. You um, guys voted for this, and we are, we're, we're living up to our end of the bargain. So. Uh, well. <laughs> and it seemed like maybe we're getting. Where there's another season, uh, another new season on the way. Yes. Okay. Announcement, public announcement. So they have started. Um, they have started filming season twenty. Um, it, people are posting on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. That's how we all know. Um, so it's going to happen, and most likely, I would say that it's going to start start airing early twenty twenty three. Mm. And um, and then we so we promise to be done with season nine by then. We will definitely be done, guys. Don't worry, all will not be lost. Okay, we will yes. finish. <laughs> yes. And in the interim, Ernez, where can people find you? Oh well, um, you can find me at Ernez everywhere. H e r n e a s e, and on my website, Ernez davis.com um i will say that so i've got i have a piece in um in an auction at silver eye center of photography and i'm 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 you know feel free to go over there and look and 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 bid if, if you'd like it uh, but on on anything not just mine but it's a, it, I, I love silver eye they're a wonderful organization but also um people like the piece that i put in there so i'm showing off <laughs> love that of course <laughs> And it's new. It's brand new work. So I'm I'm also kind of like shouting out Silver Eyes so people can like look at uh, work that I'm just starting to make. And I'm really happy with how it's being received so far. It's really it's really nice. So, yeah. So there. Um, Nalen, what about you? You can find me at uh, Nalen Blake on Tumblr. You can find me at nalenblake.net, which is my own website. And you can find me at nalenblake, all one word, on Twitter, um, where you can see um, pictures that I posted today of <laughs> the the Junior Watanabe dress that I tried on that I cannot in any sensible world afford man oh that outfit so great but please if you're if you follow the show like um take a look at it on twitter and let me know what you think yes i would love to i would love to like be privy to that feedback as well it's great (laughs) um wonderful well um so we hope that you enjoyed this and um we hope that you'll can continue with us over on patreon on our hype journey and then Mm -hmm. um and also stay tuned for the rest of season nine and um yeah and that you guys are just you know taking care of yourselves as best as you can so until next time we'll both say goodbye Bye. bye